Uh, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show, everybody. It is Tim Dillon. I want to start off on a serious note. I want to uh, address something that a lot of people are uh, talking about, and it is it is about race, and it is about changing our society, and it's about holding people accountable. And that's something that I've become uh, more open to in the past week. You know, holding people accountable. I don't. I don't think. I've been really um, excited, and I think that is the right word, by the amount of people who are uh, outing themselves as problematic. And I've been I've been excited by it because I think that's the first step to really healing and creating an equitable society. The first step is for people to come out. Um, Jenny Slate, comedian writer, uh, the show Big Mouth. Uh, Jenny Slate is a white woman, and she played the role of a character named Missy on Big Mouth, an animated show on Netflix. And Missy was a mixed-race character who had a Jewish white mother, like Slate, and a black father. I mean, clearly, we're looking at Missy here. Missy is clearly black, even though she's mixed-race, but, you know... Jenny Slate has recused herself from the show and she's leaving because she said um, black characters should be played by black people. I don't think that's enough. Okay? She's contributed to the erasure of black people, and she's said that. She said she erased a black person. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what futuristic weapon, what ray gun she used to erase a black person, but I don't think it's enough to just say sorry and go back to your mansion. No, thank you, ma'am. Jenny Slate has to go to jail. She has to be brought up on charges, and she has to go to jail for no less than 10 years <laughs> for what she did. This is not a fucking joke. Stop laughing, you white pig. She needs to hear every night. She needs to hear the bars clink. She needs to lose her freedom. What has she done with her freedom? She's used it to erase black people by voicing the character, a mixed-race character on Big Mouth on Netflix. No thank, and cancel Big Mouth while we're at it. Sorry, Nick Kroll. Cancel Big Mouth. You're going to have to get a job with your family doing security-related matters. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to be this way, but I am. I don't want to be this way, but I am. Jenny said, I've come to the decision today that I can no longer play the character of Missy on the animated TV show Big Mouth. At the start of the show, I reasoned with myself that it was permissible to play Missy because her mom is Jewish and white, as am I. But Missy is also black, and black characters on an animated show should be played by black people. I acknowledge how my original reasoning was flawed. 
that it existed as an example of white privilege and an unjust allowance is made within a system of societal white supremacy and that me playing Missy was engaging in an act of erasure of black people. Put her in jail now. Put her in jail. Put her in jail. Why is she not in jail? Why are the producers of this show not behind bars? God damn them. God damn her. God, God damn. God, I'm only, I am not, I am only laughing now because I'm so angry that when I laugh, I get, I get, I get angry and I laugh. But I, God damn them, Black Lives Matter. Do you understand that? They matter on a Netflix cartoon. Put her in jail that Nick Kroll's parents built. Not even the, uh, not even a, a, I mean an underground <laughs> prison. What do we not know what they do? Use Google, dummies. I get it. She's got to go to jail. A secret underground facility where she can be re-educated. Mm-hmm. Not my fault. I want to hold people accountable. They're being held accountable this week. That's it. No more games this week. Tim is here to hold everyone accountable. Will I apologize for the bit I did with Nick Mullen where we said that Orthodox Jews were wearing diapers to, <laughs> to uh, landlord-tenant court because they were pretending to be insane so they could continue to rip off their minority tenants? I will not apologize for that. That I will not do because I did not erase a black person in that. If anything, I called attention to inequality with that. You see the difference? Mm -hmm. I've had enough. For too long, I've sat on the sidelines while cartoonists have destroyed the fabric of American society. We cannot tolerate this anymore. Most importantly, though, Jenny says, to anyone that I've hurt, I am so very sorry. Oh, I bet that feels good. I am so very sorry. How many people have killed themselves because of this? How many lives have ended because of your show? I bet it's unquantifiable. How many people killed themselves, put a gun in their mouth, (laughs) jumped off a building, cut their own throat, maybe their wrist, OD'd on pills, took a hairdryer and electrocuted themselves in the tub? asphyxiated themselves, hung themselves. I bet all of these black people that are dying tragically with nooses, they are hanging themselves because they found out that Missy was voiced by Jenny Slate. That is that is a hypothesis I have. It is not proven. It is a hypothesis. But I think it's pretty damn good. So I'm, I'm, I'm asking Ms. Slate, Ms. Slate... And the, and the producers of Big Mouth to turn themselves in to the military. Not even the LAPD, those corrupt <laughs> bastards. No, the military to, be, to have a tribunal. And we need a military tribunal in this case. And they will not have a jury of their peers. They will be tried by a jury of, of people that are selected, the people that have been affected. People that have been affected, failed comedians will judge her. Comedians that don't make any money will judge Miss Slate. 
People that have podcasts that have 45 uh, reviews on Apple will stand the judgment of Miss Slate, Mr. Kroll, and the entire show. They will judge you, and I hope, explain it to them. Explain it to the people that couldn't even get a fucking free drink for their horrible comedy and have wasted their entire lives. Those are the people you have to convince. And the death penalty is not off the table. I'm not saying it's going to be, I'm not, but it, it, is, it is a tool and it should be available to the prosecution. That's what I'm saying here. I'm done letting people off. This, by the way, what I'm doing here is what everyone's going to have to do. This is the new strategy with woke people is to go more woke than they are. This is the new strategy. Like when they say we should take down that monument, you go, we should nuke an American city. That's what you say. If someone says, now I want to get rid of this monument, go, let's nuke D.C. Let's nuke Washington. You got to... You, I, because you got to, they got to look at you like, huh? Like it's, it's got to be so bad now. Like when they, when she steps down a big mouth, I go, we shouldn't have a big mouth. It's got to go. It's tainted. It's over. It's over. That's what you're going to have to do. You're just going to have to, when somebody says to you, when somebody starts a conversation and goes, listen, why not get rid of all these monuments? Go, I, un- I will do you one better. I will do you one better. Why not get rid of them all at once? Let's nuke Washington, D.C. Let's get a suitcase nuclear weapon and, 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 and nuke Washington, D.C. And if, they, if they're shocked by that or they argue against that, you just look at them and go, what? Oh, so you're going you're gonna to take uh, the monuments that are offensive and leave the White House and uh, Congress and the Washington Monument? And what? No, 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 no. We are going to nuke the Capitol. That is the woke position. And when things get be- and then and when things get better, when the radiation is gone in a few months or years, I don't know, then we will go and build an equitable society, but we're not we're not going to do these surgical strikes. We're not going to do these surgical strikes. We're going in with a suitcase nuke. We're going in with a suitcase nuke and Jenny Slate will be publicly executed for what she has done to the black community. Yes or yes. Yes or yes. Don't get that as the great Daryl Davis drunk uh a uh, real estate uh, uh, motivational speaker in Long Island would say yes or yes. Don't give them. Don't give them the chance to say no. Should these people go to jail for their old tweets? Yes or yes. Yes, they should. I don't even know who these people are, but they're trillionaires. Shane Dawson, Jeffrey Star. They've got they own literal planets. They own literal planets. Jeffrey Star owns Saturn, and you're trying to cancel him. He owns the planet Saturn. Which they, they, I don't know what they're doing. They're painting it with face paint. You've made an entire industry of people that only talk about makeup. What the fuck? People in makeup used to not have public personas because they didn't need it. Who is the chick from Maybelline? Nobody knew who she was. Rita Revlon, whoever the fuck these, nobody cared. People knew Coco Chanel was. That was it, but like... It's cosmetics. What is so important about makeup? Can someone illuminate this sick trend for me, please? Can someone help me understand why people painting their face like Harlequin clowns 
in their in their room that is only lit by the blue light of their computer, and they sit there and they put makeup on their face and stare at Reddit threads. Can someone explain to me how this makes eight trillion dollars a week? They have more money, these people, and you you can't cancel them. They own the earth. They own the earth on which you live. Your Twitter doesn't matter. I think Shane Dawson's a race. He owns the earth. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened that the only thing that's profitable in this country anymore is makeup. That's the only industry we've got left is people putting lipstick on. I, I miss that. Somehow that trend missed me. But apparently one of them, the, the, the Jeffree Star, the one that looks like, I mean, let's be very honest. If you bumped into Jeffree Star in real life, you would go, what? I mean, your first thought wouldn't be this is a beauty consultant. Let's be very honest about it. And there's no shade to him or, or whatever. I don't even know anymore. They're rich. They don't matter. You don't get a gender when you're a trillionaire. <laughs> you don't get a gender anymore. You're a planet. But if I bumped into Jeffree Star, it would be like interesting that they made their money with cosmetics and no shade to them. Good for him. Whatever. Good. Good. God love you. I'm just confused. As always, I, I exist in a permanent state of confusion on this program. I don't understand. I look at people out. They all look like shit. No one's even wearing the makeup. So I guess people are just wearing it in their fucking hovels they live in. Are they eating the makeup? Is it edible? No one has food. Nobody has any money or food. How are they slinging $100 makeup kits? Who's buying this? Fat women in the rust belts are sitting there putting men, women, whoever. Who's doing this? I thought everybody's money went to opioids. How do they have the money to get, go into makeup now? But you can't cancel them. They own you. Stop trying to cancel. I don't know why they're even canceling them. Shane Dawson did blackface and... One of the photos, he looks like Oprah. It's weird. He's, a, he's a, a chubby gentleman, and he did blackface. That's why I don't do blackface. I don't need people calling me precious. Hashtag precious. Once people have a certain amount of money, it's like, you. you what are you canceling? Doesn't matter. But they will have to pay, too. They will have to also go to the, into the military tribunal, of which they will own. They will buy their way out. But they must, they must, I think Jeffree Star called someone fat once. He must, he must atone. He must atone for that. He must atone for calling someone fat. It is not right. Not right. He must be brought up on charges for that. And Shane Dawson did blackface. You know what's funny about the blackface? I wonder when blackface was accepted because I like I, I got into comedy in late 2010, early 2011, and I would like never do blackface. Like I'm wondering when that, when people thought that was okay. Like, did no one think this is maybe not a good idea? I understand, like in the early 2000s or whatever, but when I mean, like, I don't remember when that was like a thing that felt like a smart move. Like, let me just do blackface. I'm sure this. You got to think to yourself if you if you make yourself up in blackface, and eventually this might come back to hurt you. I think a smart person has to think think like when they're when they're putting on the makeup and they go, you know what, this is. But I guess they were doing characters, right? I mean, that's the argument, right? They were doing a character. They like makeup. 
That's what they're into. That's how they made all their money. You can't just put white makeup on. It gets boring. Occasionally, you got to throw on a little copper, a little tone. Right? I don't know. I'm asking. I'm asking these questions because I, I, I truly don't know the answers. When I was a little kid, I was an actor. We know this. I'm a fucking star. When I was a child, I was in South Pacific. It is a Broadway show about Polynesians. Me and my little cousin Katie, who was a white chick, i clearly white, we put like bronze makeup on and they gave us Asian eyes. Don't make a no, face. No, 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 no. What are you making a face I'm for? Not, I'm not. It was the fucking 90s. What have Polynesians done for you? Happy birthday, by the way. It was his birthday the other day, and I don't care because <laughs> birth celebrating birthdays are for are their achievements for people that don't achieve. People are never more entitled and disgusting than on their birthday. Cut it out. When you're 18, birthdays end. They end. Enough. Celebrate accomplishments. Not that you've survived another year. So happy go fuck yourself. <laughs> and we, I was made up to look like an Asian and given a black wig. And the audience loved it. It was me and my little cousin, and I forget what song. We were like, happy talky, happy talky talk. <laughs> now, it wasn't a problem back then. Because we were, they needed Polynesians. And maybe there weren't Polynesians sure. that wanted to perform in the fucking Bethpage High School you know, South Pacific performance. Maybe there weren't just lines of Asians I was displacing by being a young kid in a fucking community theater production of South Pacific. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to look back on some of my problematic race behavior in terms of putting makeup on. That was probably the... I erased a Polynesian child with that move. I should tweet that. I should go, when I was a child, I was in South Pacific. Um, it was a community theater production in Long Island. I was given a black wig and orange paint, and they made my eyes Asian, and I sang an Asian song, and I pretended to be Asian. Come for me, bitches. I mean, that's the truth. And I'm... I'm Ashamed I did that. And I will kill myself after this program. Okay? Because I'm deeply shamed. Texas is shutting down again. I hope you enjoyed your rattlesnake bites. Get up the rattlesnake bite. It's a very nasty appetizer. The rattlesnake bite... Oh, it's a medical emergency. It is a medical emergency, but it's also... So the rattlesnake bite is a, an appetizer. What is it, Ben? It's a jalapeno popper. Cream cheese wrapped in bacon and baked. Yeah, or grilled. And the rattlesnake bite is, is pretty, is a Texas thing, right? Totally, yeah. Well, I hope you've enjoyed them. Texas is shutting down again. <laughs> They're shutting back down. Florida's shutting back down. Here's the deal. I live in L.A. for now. And I drive around and I see all these children and, and young adults and, 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 and people of all ages, really, but specifically on the younger side, standing outside of these stores. And I want to know what they're waiting for. And they're all in a line and they are called hype beasts. Ray Kump had his phone stolen by a hype beast one day. He was in an Uber pool 
and a kid with like a Supreme sweatshirt swiped Raycom's phone. And then he had to go to like the cops and he was like, he was reporting his phone stolen. I don't know why. It was just, he had to do it for to his insurance, whatever claim. I don't know. And he's like, my phone was taken by a hype beast. Hype beast took it. Um, but the beasts are, they love t-shirts and sneakers and shit like that. Fucked.com. Online store sells out. This shit sells out. June 27th from June 26th. uh, Typically, items sell out in a matter of minutes after we open the store at noon on certain Fridays. Why don't you subscribe to the newsletter of fucked.com? Follow on IG or Twitter. Start mentally preparing and strategizing on how to cop items while everyone else is in FOMO frenzy made and getting cartjacked by supposed bots. I'm amazed that these people are fans of my show, but they are, and that's great. This is what we want. We want to expand the base, Mm -hmm. you know? So this is great. You got to look cool. Unless you're, you're like, I don't have to look cool because I'm, like, talented. But you're not. So get cool shit. That's how you get laid. That's why people will talk to you. Be that you know, white guys now, you just kind of have to be, like, good-looking and quiet and cool. That's the only... You just kind of have to stand there and not really say anything. If anyone says anything, just say Black Lives Matter and move on about your day. And the way to do that is in a fucked shirt. Fucked pop-up got shut down by the police. Wow. That's how much people care about fucked. That the pop-up... Was shut down by the police. And it was LAPD, huh? They went in there just... Did they shoot anybody? Did they show restraint? Um, There's going to be no promo codes. No free shipping, no discounts, no free shit. It's not going to... None of it's going to be free. Because this has a high resale value, okay? This is a game that the hype beasts play. They play it very well. They buy the shit, they resell it. Get in the game. Get smart. This is online life now. This is digital currency. You got to really get a fuck. You got a fucked hat on. Yeah, they sent me this and the jacket. Yeah, great. They uh, And I, I got a sweatshirt too. I'm not wearing it, but I, I might. Um, it came with a hype beast. The hype, the open the box, the hype beast gets out. It's vaping. Yeah, you know. Do you want your hat? I have Brandon hat Wardell. <laughs> they sent. They open it. You open the box. Brandon Wardell. Yeah, I guess. Give me that. I really want to die. Go to fucked.com. F-U-C-T dot com. It's a call to action. This is real deal shit, okay? Like, this is serious shit. I know you're like, oh, it's just t-shirts. It's it's not. It's This is how people make a living now. This is how people make a living. The manufacturing's over. The industrial base of the country is over. You're going to have to buy and sell shirts. You should subscribe to the newsletter. How do they do that? I think at the website. 
at the website, you subscribe to the newsletter, and then we can see what the founder, Mark Brunetti, thinks, right? What's he think? Let's go to him, Eric Brunetti. It's easy. Can you go back to the fucking thing, please? Jesus. Easy to read. Of the moment, short and concise interview with Eric by Storm Malaysia. Easy to read. Well, it better be. It better be. I don't know if War and Peace is the demo. Eric went to Sinaloa two years ago to shoot a lookbook. I sent him there even though Sinaloa was on the U.S. Department of State to not travel advisory list. That's where El Chapo comes from. He wanted to shoot our cartel-themed collection in Tijuana, but I didn't think it was authentic enough. His assistant refused to travel with him because of a Netflix employee who recently been killed while scouting in Sinaloa. Eric almost got kidnapped and murdered while shooting in a remote village that was home to El Chapo, but he made it back alive with some fantastic material. Is this real? Is this like, am I being like elaborately trolled? Looks, they have pictures that back it up. Okay. The Sinaloa cartel, keep going down. There's a rooster fight. They have a cartel line. It's for the cartel. Okay. Do you want to live like a cartel member? I bet you do. (laughs) This is very important that you pay very close attention here. Because this is the way you're going to make a living. By buying and reselling this shit. Okay? We will be bringing back SSDD in the fall. Originally only available in Japan. These are cut and so higher ticket items for an older demographic, 30 and up. Demand has been consistent for the past eight years or so. This is like this is like a legit, legit wild thing. I'm very happy that they're advertising on the show. It's, you know, I, I am a, a very much into fashion. And everyone knows that. And I'm, I cannot say enough about the culture of shirts and sneakers and the people that buy these and resell them. I think they're the greatest patriots to have ever drawn breath in this great land. I think it's so important to stand on a line or digitally wait on a line for uh, 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 shirts and, and you can buy them and resell them. It's very important. I, I'm thrilled about this. And you like your clothing, right? I love this stuff. Well, why do you keep zipping it up? Do you think people don't know how to use a zipper? You keep showing you showing well, it, it off better. by zipping it up. This? You know what it reminds me of a Carnhart. Oh, Remember yeah. Carnhart? Yeah, Carhart. Carhart. Whatever. <laughs> I don't wear it. I'm not a pig. I'm not a fucking I don't work on a fucking the Long Island Railroad. What are we doing? <laughs> I hope this I hope they're paying thirty thousand dollars for this. I really do. I'm gonna fire everyone in my whole fucking team is getting fired, by the way. Hope everybody's ready for that. Firing everyone except my realtor in the desert. It's the only fucking person I like. Mm-hmm. 
Go to fuck.com, www.fuckedfuct.com. I mean, listen, this is, it is fun to fuck around with this shit. Buy a shirt, resell it. Do, is there a promo code? It's not a promo code, right? Yeah, it's nothing. You don't get This is high end. This is high end. Go to Tiffany's. What do you think you're going to get a promo code for it? No. High end. They sent me a big sweatshirt. Get that. I'll put it on. I'll see if I like it. Ben could have, you know, prepared before the show, but that's, you know, that's not his MO. It's not what he does. He's too busy golfing. It's all right. Give it to me. It's blue and it has the word fucked. Mm-hmm. It's comfy. Yes. Is it cotton? Made in Honduras. I had a friend from Honduras I grew up with named Rolando. 50% cotton, 50% polyester. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I th- who's ever listening to this over there, the Sinaloa cartel or wh- whoever is enjoying this, thank you so much. I, I truly, you know, there's a lot of people out here that are into fashion and at least into the business of buying and selling things online, and it's well worth it for them. It does look cool. I mean, I'm for that. I'm for... Going to a, a, a you know place where there's a cartel and putting clothes on them, I guess. I, I think that's cool. I think cartels are cool. I really do. And I think that people should have clothing lines that glamorize, you know, potentially negative behavior. But the Sinaloa cartel cares, like, more about their people than, like, our government cares about us. It's kind of true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? That ain't that. By the way, and the here's the reality. And the Sinaloa cartel like probably doesn't care that much about their people, but it's still better than, yeah. you know. Follow on Instagram or Twitter. What what are they? Fucked F U C T on IG or Twitter. That's important too. You want to be part of the culture. They didn't give me a link for that. Wait a minute. I like that. It's too late to recycle. I want that one. Can I have that? Oh, is that a shirt? Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that. And then there's Bin Laden. Well, I like some of this now. Yeah, some of this shit's really. Some cool. of it is actually good. That's been. Uh, that's a. Is that a Bin Laden scarf? Yeah. I want. Can I have that? Why I, don't I have that? Well, I think it's limited. What print. is this blue fucking shit? I'm gonna walk around like Cookie Monster. Where's the fucking Bin Laden scarf? What are we doing? Or that rooster from the uh, the Sinaloa video. Always send me the bird. That was cool too. Yeah. I'm going to walk around and look like a blue M&M in this fucking thing. Where's the Bin Laden scarf? Or the, uh, let's not recycle. Let's fuck it all. Sure, and I like that. I want that Bin Laden scarf, and I want it now. What about those two aliens? What's that one? Well, all this stuff is already sold, so. I know. This is the stuff that I can't get because it's fucking elite. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, but that's what I want shit like that, but I don't get it. I Because they send that who to who? Brenda Schaub? I get the fucking the Cookie Monster sweatshirt. And he's in a fucking, he's in a fucking, he looks like a cop. He's going to get his head caved in. Fucked.com. F-U-C-T dot com. If you get the stuff, you can comment on IG and brag about what they were able to purchase if you get it or what you missed out on. A lot of kids making money reselling fucked because of high resale value. Is this a uh, is this uh, an ad we got because they dropped off a you know whose podcast? <laughs> Something's not right, <laughs> right? Something feels off here. Fucked.com. <laughs> F-U-C-T.com. Go to it and get involved with fashion. People ask me, where are you on masks? People say to me, they're like, where are you on the great mask debate of 2020? Here's what I'll say, folks. As a th- person who's 300 pounds and spent the majority of life drinking and doing cocaine, I don't comment on public health policy. I just don't do it. Now, many comedians do. Many celebrities do. They might be 7,000 pounds and drug addicts. They may eat their own vomit. They may be bulimic and anorexic or anything, but they still comment on public health policy because they think people want to hear that from them. They think people want to hear uh, from them how to be healthy in the middle of injecting things into every area of their body. I say if you, if I go in a store, I wear a mask. And let me tell you why I wear a mask. I don't know shit about the transmission of coronavirus. I wear a mask because everybody else is wearing a mask, okay? It's the same reason I wear shoes when I go into a store. It's because they're required. When I'm outside and when I'm alone, when I'm in my car, wherever I am, I do not wear a mask. I don't go inside restaurants. I don't go inside bars because coronavirus, I do believe, is real, and I don't want to get it. So I stay on patios, and I stay uh, away from other people other than people I know. I kind of did that before the pandemic. I wasn't just diving into groups of uh, 100 people. So I don't really have a strong feeling on this, but just be prepared for them to reverse what they said about masks because they've reversed a lot of other things about this. I'm not saying they will or not. I'm just saying just be ready for it and stop, you know. It's this, you know, battering ram that people are using against each other. Yeah, listen, man, if you're inside somewhere, it's probably a good idea to wear a mask at the present moment. You don't have to. I don't think it should be a law that you should, but private businesses are allowed to, to, to regulate their business the way they want to, and if they mandate that you wear a mask, you have to wear a mask. If you walk in without a mask and they've asked you to wear a mask, you're being a dick. You're just being a dick for no reason in wherever shopping, you know, supermarket you're going into. You know what makes me mad about the masks? I was in the desert, and that's where I'm spending a lot of time. I go out to the desert. I go to the desert, you know? I am Tim Dillon, the only comedian left in L.A. I'm kidding, and that's a comedy. We're a comedy show. I go to the desert now, and why you let don't laugh? I go to a comedy show. I, I mean, I don't go to. I go to. <laughs> I don't go to that. I go to the desert. Buy these tickets for these shows in August that I'm sure will be canceled. I'm kidding. Buy the tickets. I go to the desert, and I and you know we go to this Mexican restaurant. 
and uh, it's outside. And you have to walk inside for like a brief minute to get to your table outside. Okay? You go in, and then the woman starts with the mask. She goes, you got to have the mask on. I said, listen, I'm walking with my two friends. We're alone. They're like, well, you got to wear a mask in all the common areas of the restaurant. I'm like, well, I don't want to be in the common area of the restaurant. I want to walk to my table. So you're making me put on a mask so that when I get to my table, I take the mask off. What are we doing? It's five seconds to walk to the table. I have to put my mask on for what? I understand if I'm standing in a grocery store or if I'm sitting inside of a place, but I'm literally walking through to get to my table. And the woman's like, you got to have your mask on. And then if you don't have your mask, you just got to go like this. This is my favorite thing. People just put their shirt above their nose. Stop blaming the protests. Stop blaming the early reopenings. We all decided. We all came together and said, we're done with this. Everyone said, I want to go back to work. I need to go back to work. I need to throw a brick through the window at a target. I need to burn the thing down. And I get it because cops are fucking nuts and people want to get out there. Some people want to do the rattlesnake bite. Some people want to get out there and fucking, you know, attack the government. Whatever. It's fine. Whatever you're doing is fine. You just want to be outside. Are you going to Denny's or are you burning it down? It doesn't matter. You just want to get out. Don't one side can't blame the other side. They have to unite. Fat people that take cruises and violent anarchists have to unite. They're fat people can wear suicide vests <laughs> that will pack so much dynamite in them that they could take out the entire House of Representatives with one fart. You understand? Why should people go together? But stop blaming everybody. There's so much anger in the country right now. I don't know what to do. There's so much consternation. There's so much bitterness. There's so much division. No leadership. There's no, except here on this program, mm -hmm. here, mm -hmm. but nowhere else is there any leadership. I've suggested what to do. Military tribunals for every, everybody involved with Big Mouth. Everyone. Where is, have you heard that? Where are your woke friends? Your woke friends didn't say that, have they? I think Sarah Cooper's talented. She's a pleasant woman, and she does the, the Trump thing. Please stop calling her the greatest political satirist of our time. Please stop. I like her, and I think what she's doing is fun. But please, let's not get hysterical as we always do, okay? I'm not mad at her. I want her to have all the opportunities. Sure. I get it. But let's rein it in. She would probably agree with that, Okay. I know everyone loves her, and no one loves me, and that's okay. This town does not love me. They don't love me. Jerry Seinfeld does not love me. Pat Oswalt doesn't love me. They don't retweet me. They don't care. They've taken no interest in me, nor will they. And, and I realize that's because of my words and actions. <laughs> the reason that these people don't fuck with me is because of my words and actions, my general demeanor, my beliefs, and my unwillingness to compromise them 
for whatever. So I get it. I'm not hating on anyone. I want everyone to do well, but it's just what it is. And I have these meetings with everyone and everyone's like, you should have your own show. Here's the deal. When, I, when I'm about to have my own show, I will be called into a room or it'll be a Zoom conference and somebody, an executive will say, will you apologize for when you and Luis Gomez and Nick Mullen did Sebastian Menescalco goes to Africa bit? where you basically said, and I quote, let's let the Italians cater the clitorectomy. Will you apologize for that? And I will go, no, that is funny. And they will go, yeah, but no. So that's why I won't have a show. It's not going to happen because I won't apologize. And then and then even if I do, so if I apologize and I look, you know, and I, and I, and I go against everything I believe, then they give me, what, one or two seasons of a show, and then I'm going to come back to this podcast and ask you guys to fucking, you know, like, give a shit about me after I've just compromised. It just doesn't, it's not the way it works. I'd love a show. I'd love them to let me do a show or a movie, but that's not what it's going to be. They're just going to give it to people that lip sync. I mean, that's what Twitter is. It's like, you know, everybody, I mean, it's what uh, TikTok, everybody on TikTok, and they all lip sync. They don't. Nobody sings their songs. Right. Nobody writes songs. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's it's very strange what's going on right now. It's very strange that people are enjoying people lip sync things other people did. Not as a novelty, as like entertainment. It's interesting, but that's what the younger generation wants. They want to lip sync. They want, they want people that are good-looking. It's all about optics, you know? They want a good-looking person to lip-sync a song. And what's great is if you go on TikTok, you just see the white kids dancing, trying to not say the N-word. That's the whole challenge of TikTok. That's the challenge of TikTok. Being a white kid and you can't say the N-word, they're like, ah. Uh, they smile. They just got to smile through the N-bomb. They right. just... Can't say it. Can't say it. Florida, man. Florida's like, they're just drowning in a sea of Rona. They don't give a shit. Shout out to Florida. Yeah. Shout out to the greatest state that's ever been. Yeah. I, this is why I love Florida. I went to side splitters in Tampa's and I just shit on Tampa for 20 minutes. And when I was done shitting on it, they seemed disappointed. They, they know what it is down there. They know what it is. One of our greatest episodes, Brownie Boat, on the Patreon, details my time in Florida. But I was, my, my friend, uh, this kid Dan Carney, who used to open for me when the world existed, mm. uh, is going to come to L.A. for a little while. He's down in Florida right now, and he said it's just, you know, wild. Like, it's just wild down there. It's just, it's, you know, there, there's people running around. What is that, a, a bug? A moth. Moth. We're in, like, a carpeted hell, you know? I mean, can you imagine? Do you realize the loser you have to be to have an apartment with a carpet? Like, we have carpets here. You have to be fucked if you have a carpet. But Dan was just saying that he he ran into some old lady, like he was picking up a pizza. Yeah. And uh, he has some old lady standing outside the pizza place. She's like, this is fear-mongering from the military. So, like, I like that. Like, I, I, I say, maybe I end up there. Do I end up there? Those seem to be fun people. They don't have blue check marks. They have blue lips because they're overdosing on oxycodone. And that might be my demo. 
Let Sarah Cooper have Hollywood. God love her. I support it. She's pretty. She has an interesting look to her. It's very. She's very pretty, though. Mm -hmm. She's like someone you want to get to know. She, you see her and you go, I want to get to know her. I want to have lunch with her. I want to spend time with her. People see me. That's not their feeling. They want me to tell them something and then leave immediately. You know, there are people like that. We, I've had, those characters populated my entire life. People that you want to say something and then go away. Like, tell us something and then get out of here. We just had the old guy from, from upstairs wanted to look at the tile on the, on the, um, on the deck, on the whatever it is. What is that called? It's just a balcony. Yeah, it's a balcony. Uh, it's not a deck. It's a balcony. Uh, and then the guy comes down and he's like, the, the building was built in 1947. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So he starts to go into like the way the different apartments were configured. and it's, He's been here 50 years, yeah. He's been, been here 50 years, you know. Then he starts doing this thing, my favorite thing. He's like, why would I go buy a condo? Well, $1.3 when I got the space I need up there. I'm like, well, that's true. And also, you don't have the money to do that. Yeah. You also don't have $1.3 million. That's part of the reason. Why I'm going to go buy a condo? I got all the space I need here. I was talking to Big J's uh, ex-wife, uh, who I love, Carla, Fat Carla, I call her. She's a, a plump woman, as am I. And she... <laughs> Uh, was telling me she had coronavirus in Long Island and she was just having like blood clots in her mouth and like spitting out the blood. She had like such a horrible bloody nose. She's just like spitting blood and she's like standing outside of an urgent care and she like opened the door. She's like, can I have another mask? My mask's all bloody. So that's Long Island. That's the way Long Island has been handling coronavirus. Just stroking out outside of urgent cares. <laughs> spitting blood like velociraptors. <laughs> <laughs> she told me, she goes... She goes, my daughter was so happy the first time she could have Chipotle. We both started crying because it was the first time we could eat. Mm. Can you just imagine that? Just chubby people in Long Island in a Chipotle just crying, just crying into a burrito bowl. Yeah. I mean, Long Island is a, I mean, it's wild. God love her. I like her. She's handling my tickets. I, my license is suspended right now. The Long Island Comedy Club has opened a comedy club in the alley of their building. Governor's Comedy Club, which has banned me, is opening a... <laughs> They have. All I said was that the audience was grotesque. Wearing sweatpants. I said they were wearing, and they had starter jackets on from the 90s. Yeah. And what do you want me to do, fuck? You want me to lie? You want me to tell them they're hot? I didn't say they were bad audience. I said they were grotesque. They look like, you know. I mean, you know, the Hollywood Improv, the audience is like hot influencers, and they suck half the time. Yeah. They're like, hey, it's like, I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's I don't think it's good. Where's the comedian from the Netflix show? Oh. <laughs> but, you know, I'm banned. I'm banned. I like him. We're having good. We're going to have to Leon. I don't, why not? Let's do it. He's having a, a rough couple of weeks. <laughs> but I, not, no one's been convicted. That's the reality. I believe in the rule of law. Not really, but I believe in due process. Mm -hmm. I believe you got to give people their day in court. I believe that. Yeah. I have no problem with him on a personal level. You know, if he's done the things people have said, then, then it's like, no good. I understand that. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I will, I'll have him on to plead his case. 
He'll, he should do a bigger show than this. You know? Probably shouldn't come on here. Probably low rent. You know? Can you imagine his team being like, what show did you do? <laughs> <laughs> did you do Rogan? What did you do? He's like, I did have the Tim Dillon show. They're like, what? What if we have Chris D'Elia on next week with Candace Owens? What if, what if we did that? And, like, he doesn't know she's on? Yeah. Somehow I get canceled. Mm. Him and her start dating. We're having fun, folks. It's the end times. You must enjoy yourselves. Chris, you're on the program with Candace Owens. You know Candace? <laughs> Dalia defends himself on Tim Dillon's show yeah. with guest Candace Owens. Yeah. What a fun episode. I'm just trying to figure out how to have fun. I'm getting bored. I want to have a little fun. Let's kick up a little dust. Mm -hmm. Like that girl Kat Cohen was a uh, she's a talented comedian. She's a uh, out of New York City. She does uh, like um, uh, you know cabaret comedy mm -hmm. and she sings. She That's what she does and then she got she did a sketch and I talked about this on the Patreon. She did a sketch where she was satirizing uh, white racism Mm -hmm. or millennial entitlement, whatever. And she put up one of her friends, a black guy in a noose, because one of the bits was she's like, my parents own slaves. And it was a black guy in a noose. Yeah. And it came out like two weeks ago. And that was like not the week, right, for that to emerge. But I just like, I just thought it would be funny if like she just went alt-right cabaret. And she was like, build the wall, build it now. Let's talk about the shapes of skulls. Would it not be funny if she did that? Yeah. It would be funny. Why can't we just admit that that would be funny? If she went to, if she was a neo-Nazi yeah. cabaret, there's enough gay people in the alt-right that she could make a probably pretty decent career at that. Yeah. Culture matters. It's all these gay guys in the audience. Who's on the piano? Yes, Kat. What? Who's on the piano? I don't know who can play piano. Richard Spencer, who can play piano? I don't know. I don't know which one of those guys can play piano. You have to find it out. Culture <laughs> matters. Europeans built our land. She's just like, you know, it's a bunch of gay, gay like alt-right Nazis. Yeah. There'd be something there is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Where are the managers who can see this? I can see it. It may not be a good idea for a career. It wouldn't be that. It would be short-lived. If she became a Nazi cabaret act, it would be short-lived. Short yeah. A short window, but strike while the iron is hot. Get in there and give them a few hits. Give, <laughs> give them a few hits and then move on. You know? She'd just come out in like a, you know, in like a whatever, you know, like a sash, you know, and she just sits on the thing. She grabs a microphone as somebody doing a little piano, and she's like, let's talk about crime rates. It's uncomfortable. And everybody's like swaying. <laughs> it would be hilarious. So next week, Crystalia Candace Owens. We gotta, we gotta shake it up a little bit here, folks. Why not have a little fun? We're going to be at war with China in six months. Have that second slice of cake. Have it. Break your keto diet. It's, it's coming. 
China's going to come and, and I, I don't know. I hope this is not true. But I've heard, I've heard, this is what I've heard. I've heard that China China, the country of China, okay, I've heard is behind a lot of what's happening right now. They're behind it. From what happened to Big Mouth to Apu on The Simpsons. I heard China gave Hari Kandabalu money and they pushed him to make the documentary There's Something Wrong with Apu. Right? Wasn't that the documentary? Yeah, I think that's it. Was it Who Took a Poo? Who Took a Poo? What was the documentary about a poo? But I think China's behind that documentary. It's very divisive. The problem with a poo. Is that what I said? I think so, yeah. Oh, I said something's wrong with a poo. Well, the problem with a poo. I think China China is this is China's sowing division. And this is how they did it. They made a documentary about a beloved character on The Simpsons named Apu, who was a business owner. Yeah. He was an immigrant to America. He was beloved. People liked him. But the problem with Apu was that he owned a business or uh, he owned a quickie marty because people don't like the idea that Indians uh, or any race is stereotyped. Irish people being drunk, Italian people being criminals, now, the Simpsons had, had uh, the Italians were criminals, the gangsters, right? Mm-hmm. They had the, the, the mayor who was very creepy, who was a Kennedy guy. They had Homer, who was the white American buffoon, the mm-hmm. ultimate American idiot, right? They had Patty and Selma, the whatever spinster smoking, p- potentially dykes, we don't know. But they had a lot of these characters that played into those stereotypes. But Apu was especially distressing to Indian people, I guess, because they were teased... Um, with the accent. Yeah. People would tease him with the accent. Um, and, and that was hurtful to them. When my grandfather was growing up, he was Irish, and then there, others were, people were Italian. And they would beat the shit out of each other with, like, weapons on the streets of New York City. People aren't nice to each other. That isn't new. Uh, we don't need a cartoon to give kids the excuse to be cruel. Kids are nasty and cruel and vicious and vindictive. Ask Dalia. That's a joke. I'm kidding. And I'm, I have done nothing but help. So I get it. I was made fun of when I was a kid, okay? People always made fun of me. Oh, you're so cool. You're so popular. You're so shallow. You're fake. You just you're, you just want to be with rich people. I took abuse. People are like, oh, yeah, Mr. Fucking Popular. Mr. Everybody Loves You. Mr. Do Whatever You Want. Mr. Hangs Out With All The Cool Kids. Mr. Gets All The Good Drugs. I took horrible abuse as a child. I would lay awake at night. Oh, you don't care about anybody. You're always with the cool people. You're just always at the coolest parties. I get it. I get it when someone comes at you. Oh, Tim doesn't care about his friends. He just likes the cool kids because they love him. Everyone loves you. That's what people used to say to me. It was it hurt when they go, yeah, 
everyone loves you. Like literally everyone. I would hear that and I have to go home and process that. Do you know how hard that is to hear constantly that I'm adored and loved and an iconic figure? That is hard. So I get it if somebody went up to you and going, I get it and I'm not for it. I'm not for that. I am against doing that to people. But I'm also against creating a world where, where, because how many sacrifices will we have to make as people to create a world where, and by the way, this would be impossible, but the idea is that we could create a world where the, the likelihood of that happening is, is not, is, is, is less by taking away uh, an Indian character who owns a, a store and has an Indian accent. Indian people sound like that. I like that accent. I like accents. I like West Indians. I like Indian. I like that they sound different. Who's the racist? I love Jackson Heights. I like them and they like me. They love, brown people love a fat person. They're the only ones that do. And you go in and you eat gulab jamun. It's like a pancake. It's the shape like a small ball. I used to go in with Raymond and they, they would bring us these deep fried things and they're in a, they, 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 they fry them in like a, there's a lot of diabetes there. They fry them in like some type of syrup and they spit syrup, gulab jamun. They spit syrup. And my, myself and Raymond used to go to Jackson Heights and all of the Indians would come and shove it in our mouth like that and we'd go, we'd go rah, rah, rah. Raymond would be like, rah, rah, rah. And, and all of the Indians would love us and many, many of them would do a traditional dance around us. Mm -hmm. So this idea that people shouldn't be different or be stereotyped is, is stupid. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't understand what's, what's the problem with a guy that owns a quickie mart. He's doing good. Yeah. Well, if not all owned Indians own quickie mart, of course they don't. Of course. Some are comedians. Some are losers. But the ones that aren't, I mean. So Hank Azaria played the Indian character Apu in The Simpsons, and he said he was stepping down from the role following years of controversy. Now that role, by the way, do you know who's going to play that role now? Who? Jenny Slate. <laughs> Jenny Slate will be doing it now, and I, su and I support that. What if Jenny Slate, see, if these people were fucking funny, Jenny Slate would tweet, I'm now going to be Apu. I'm going to tweet that right now. I'm going to tweet. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to tweet. Very happy that Hank Azaria stepped down. Now Jenny Slate will be voicing the role of a boy. We're trying to have fun. I don't understand. I mean, nobody can have any fun anymore. Everything's outlawed. This is why people are out in the streets. Uh, have you heard of this new thing? They think the cop, the, the Blasi got rid of the plainclothes uh, NYPD officers. Mm. So they think there's a conspiracy that the block, because there's a lot of fireworks going on. Ray's in Brooklyn, he told me that. So there's a conspiracy that the Blasio and the cops or whoever are just giving fireworks to homeless people, letting them go crazy with them so that it's an excuse because they just came up with this new fireworks commission, which will be undercover people. So it's like they took away the undercovers, but they're like, okay, but we're, we, this, this new group's going to be undercover. Right, right. This is what people don't understand. They, they think abolish the police. There's not going to be any law and order in the world. There's going to be law and order, and you might like it less. Power vacuums are going to be filled. 
You know, this is the result of people that go to college and have no, they have no fucking understanding of how the world works. And they think they can like shame people. That doesn't work in real life. Go up to somebody in real life and be like, um, excuse me. I think that you're a bit like you can't build people put a gun in your face. I'll punch you in the face. They'll put a nail, cut your throat. It doesn't work. Your Twitter antics don't work in real life. Not with criminals. Not with criminals. People that, that uh, want to kill you don't really care if you can. You can't go and cancel people that want to kill you. That's not the way it works. Canceled. You're canceled. After fronting critically acclaimed rock band Lion Eyes, who they are talented and they're fans of the show of the past decade, for the past decade, Nate Bergman is making his first solo music that's already being described by classic rock magazine as Otis Redding crossed with Bruce Springsteen and making instantly likable tunes that hold their own. Metal Hammer UK says Bergman has one of the most original voices in modern music and Distorted Sound described his first solo show in London as a jaw-dropping performance. American Press, American songwriter, says painfully honest and witty lyrics that are delivered through powerhouse vocals. The songs were recorded analog and feature real instruments, which Nate played all of himself. Wow. That's fucking rare. It sounds very different from... It sounds... What? It sounds very different from Doja Cat. If you love Doja Cat, you might not love this. There's no songs about butts. I mean, who wrote that? Did he write that? Probably him. I started beef with Doja Cat. You know? However, there are songs about Alan Dulles. Am I being trolled by the ads? No, I'm dead serious now. <laughs> are the are the ads a troll this week? Because if they are, it's good. But if they're not, everyone's getting fired. There's songs about Alan Dulles. Middle of the end is about Alan Dulles and the life of the American entertainer living on the line. Nate is a Rothschild member of the Patreon and has been a fan and supporter for many years. Well, thank you, Nate. We don't need to start a war with Doja Cat. Who's had a rough couple of weeks anyway. You could go to his Patreon, patreon.com slash Nate Bergman sings for just $5 a month. The Patreon features exclusive studio songs, live streams, and playlist companions that are uploaded every week. Can we play some of what he's done on yeah. this? Yeah. Let's find his stuff right now. Even in this, <laughs> there's like a chick. I don't even know. Yeah, okay. Doctor Livingstone. I presume. Are you the harbinger? He's got a great voice, but they're, they're, it's coming out of the girl. Well, just for the music video. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yes, it's a good album. I, I, this guy's good. I bet he's good, you know? wrote a song about Alan Dulles called The Middle of the End. Go back to that. He wrote a song about... Isn't that one of the episodes of my podcast called Middle of the End? Because I said to Ray, oh, we're in right. the beginning of the end, and Ray said we're in the middle of the end. Right. Where's my money? 
Is this guy out of his mind? That's the title of one of my podcasts. Do we have a lawyer who's representing us? <laughs> Is this guy nuts? Trying to start with Doja Cat and then saying you're going to name... He's like, you might like my new song, Life in the Big City. Right. I mean, he has a good voice. and He plays instruments. We appreciate that. Is he going out on his own now? Is he done with Lion Eyes? Looks like he's solo now. What happened to Lion Eyes? Bands are rough, man. Can you go up? Yeah, I mean, this is good. He's got a lot of great reviews. People are into it. Maybe he's still with Lion Eyes. I don't, I don't want to say he's not, you know? But he's, it's time to go out solo. Those guys, I mean, everybody's probably losing a lot of money now because of this, you know? Bands, bands make money touring, man. It's very tough. So if you go to patreon.com slash Nate Bergman Sings, I mean, he's doing music about this show, so you'll probably like it if you're a fan of the show. Mm -hmm. If you're a fan of the show, you'll like what he's about. He's got a great voice. He plays, you know, he plays an instrument. His website, NateBergmanSings.com, is through Wix when we had Wix as a sponsor. Fuck Wix now, but thank you for doing that then, Nate. Instagram, Nate Bergman Sings. Go follow him. Twitter.com, Nate Bergman Sings. So go show him support. He's clearly a fan of the show. He really sings. He really plays music. I respect that. I appreciate that. He's no joke. You know, he's just not, you know, he doesn't love the cat. Does your cat, that's okay. I think he should try to collab with the cat. You know? But I get it. Good for him. You know, I'm 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 I I I support anyone in the arts. I mean, you know. Not not really, but I think it's a nice thing to say, even if not to do. Um, Nate Bergman, B-E-R-G-M-A-N, NateBergmanSings.com, Patreon.com slash NateBergmanSings. For just $5 a month, it features exclusive studio songs, live streams, and playlist companions that are uploaded every week. It's probably a good idea if you want to be a musician. This guy might like do live streams and play. You know, why don't you teach people a little guitar on there? You know, mm-hmm. it's an idea, Nate. Why don't you throw a little uh, guitar tutorial in there? Teach people about music a little bit. That that might get them over. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. I'm full of good ideas. Left BMG Records after a major label failed to launch a previous band and is releasing music exclusively through Patreon. Wow. Wow. Pretty cool. This advertisement was paid for with the current stimulus check and several weeks unemployment. Good. We appreciate that. And we're going to send some people your way, but I think you got to teach them a little guitar on there or whatever you do. Teach them a little tutorial. Tell them about the music business. Tell them what they got to do to succeed. Tell them the good, the bad, and the ugly. Get you know, get in there. Really create a community of people that want to be musicians. I don't want them. 
No, I'm kidding. I don't have anything to, you know, I have nothing to offer them. But, I, I mean, this guy is really committed to to doing this. So it's patreon.com slash Nate Bergman Sings. Instagram at Nate, N-A-T-E, Bergman, B-E-R-G-M-A-N, Sings. Same on Twitter. Go give him a follow. If you like what you see, go over to that Patreon. He's singing for $5 a month. He's literally singing for his supper. And then about that song, Middle of the End, we will have an attorney uh, contact him, and we will threaten him, and we will sue. No, I'm kidding. You have my blessing. You can do all of the Make a Who Took Johnny-themed album. Whatever you want to do, we appreciate it. We like that you are a fan of the show. And the life of the American entertainer, living on the line. Interesting. I wonder what that song's about. The life of the American entertainer. Living on the line. Everything is a screenshot. A screenshot frozen in time. They can reemerge whenever. Screenshots suck. Oh, Jesus. Nate Bergman sings. That was Nate, by the way. Just pumped through my vocals. <laughs> Nate has a uh, sing-along with Louis Farrakhan on his Patreon. <laughs> if you want to go check that out. Just, he teaches Louis Farrakhan how to play guitar. I didn't know that. I think that's kind of cool. He says, I enjoy playing music, but I enjoy playing music the most when I do it with Louis Farrakhan. Okay. Interesting, but that's fair. Me and Louis started jamming, and we really respect each other's styles. So if you want exclusive content from Nate and Louis Farrakhan, go to his Patreon. <laughs> they play classical gas. Yeah. The song. Nate Bergman of Lion Eyes. What happened to Lion Eyes? That's the question. A major label failed to launch the previous band. So what does that mean? He just went solo. Gotcha. BMG Records, they fucked him over, it looks like. It's crazy. What's awkward is that our next ad is for BMG Records. That's kind of awkward, but what are you going to do? Patreon.com, Nate Bergman sings. He's a talented man. He's now on his own. If you love Doja Cat, you might not love this, but you know what? I think he's wrong there. I think there's room for Bergman and Doja Cat. You know? Mm -hmm. I think there's room for everybody. Nate, Louis Farrakhan, and Doja Cat. That's a collab. Doja Cat and Louis Farrakhan collaborated. Mm. Show this man some love, audience. Go and follow him and go and do whatever, you know, 
do whatever feels right. Support the man. We spent money on the ad. We appreciate that. We love independent creators, artists, musicians, whatever. And we need them in this country. You know, we need them. We also appreciate the cat. But, you know, we're all over the place here. So Patreon.com. Nate Bergman sings. Nate Bergman sings on everything. Twitter, Instagram. Uh, NateBergmanSings.com. Keep up with him. And we wish him the best. Family Guy star Mike Henry will no longer play Cleveland Brown. Henry made the announcement Friday on Twitter. It's been an honor to play Cleveland on Family Guy for 20 years. <laughs> I love this character, but persons of color should. By the way, how regressive does that sound? I love this character, but persons of color. Persons of color should get their chance at the role. Persons of color. Netflix, well, this is a little insane. This is all from today. Are they going to see this on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix pulls community episode over blackface. Comes. <laughs> it's Ken Jeong. It looks crazy, right? Dude, Ken Jeong, can't Asians do blackface? What are the rules? Ken Jeong's like four feet tall. Well, they do in China, right? I think they do. Yeah. I'm doing a blackface tour in China <laughs> later this year. I, I, in China, I, I perform as, as a backup Lizzo. I make a lot of money doing that in China. I just they just play one of her songs and I just go blame it on and I just put blackface on. I go and I gotta do black leg. That's the real rough yeah, one. Yeah, they gotta yeah. put my thigh in, in, in all. And I just go blame it on the juice. You can blame it on the juice. And ju I'm saying juice, not juice. But who knows what that song really means? I mean, dude, Ken Jeong in black... Like, if I had a wedding, that would be my wedding invitation, would be Ken Jeong in blackface. I mean, this is... It's literally the craziest thing. But here's the thing. It doesn't look like a black person. I know. Get this off, please. Um, get us taken down off YouTube. You leave that up there for too long. So the guy who played Cleveland is just going to dip after 20 years? It looks like there's a purge right now. 30 Rock took down episodes with blackface and... Other shows. How yeah. much? This is just a question. This is just an aside. How much blackface was going on? Sarah Silverman did one in 2008. I know. It's weird. It's like, I didn't realize there was a lot of blackface going on. Yeah. I didn't realize how much blackface was happening. They're like, The View is taking down an episode where all the ladies did blackface. <laughs> I'm Barbara Walters, and today I'm in blackface to honor the great Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, was this just happening everywhere? Does everybody do blackface in this country? I just wasn't aware of it. Oh. Ghislaine Maxwell being canceled over blackface photo. <laughs> Next on Access Hollywood. Jeffrey Epstein's mistress is, a, is, is asking the country for forgiveness because she went, <laughs> as a, she went as Diana Ross one Halloween. But do you understand what I mean, folks, where we're just kind of losing our minds here about this? Now, I know I'm a white guy, and that's easy for me to say. You know, but I am Irish, and there is no group of people in this country that has suffered more than the Irish. Nobody. Nobody. Our lives are utter tragedy. No matter, no matter who you know. I mean, the Irish, we are a damned race. This little Marxist on Twitter always says that, Sean McCarthy, who's uh, he's a sweet kid. He's nuts, but he's a sweet kid. He doesn't think anyone should have more than $500,000. But I like him. He's like this little guy who gets sunk in an eye. He's funny. He's very funny. Yeah. He's very funny on Twitter. And a nice, like a genuinely 
nice guy, like a sweetheart. And he's got a, a pretty wife. Like he's like a good person. Um, but he always talks about that. Like he'll, he's one of these guys who understands like the Irish. Because you have a last name like McCarthy. People expect you to be a loser. Dylan, I can hide because it's French. Mm. Dylan has a little French in it. it. But if your last name's like O'Loughlin, O'Flaherty, imagine going through the world with the name Flaherty. Like, you know, go to Irish last names. How sad people's lives are with an Irish last name. It's, I I would argue, I would argue that if your name is O'Sullivan, it's almost, it's almost as bad as having, having been a slave. Let's see Irish last names. Kelly, eh. Byrne, Ryan, O'Sullivan. The O's are the bad ones. Like O, O'Loughlin. These are the, the, the. Here we are. Here's some Irish last names. Top ones are Murphy, Kelly, keep going down. O'Sullivan, Walsh, Smith, O'Brien, Byrne, O'Connor, O'Neill, O'Reilly, Doyle, Doyle. Hello, my name is Patty Doyle. Yeah, you're going to fail. Gallagher, Gallagher. Oof. This is worse. Keep going. McLaughlin, John McLaughlin, O'Carroll. Nobody, nobody with the name O'Carroll is doing well. <laughs> you know about my friend Bobby O'Carroll? His wife lit him on fire while they slept. She said a banshee told her to do it. <laughs> Boyle, ugh, Boyle. Your last name is Boyle. This is these people power. I've never heard that. I've never heard an Irish person's last name be power. I know Kavanaugh's Irish. Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. See, you will not succeed with a name like Kavanaugh. <laughs> you have a name like Kavanaugh. Well, what, what are you gonna do? You know, <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh. He's yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's on the Supreme Court. I bet he couldn't be the president. Higgins, Higgins. When I thought I liked girls, I had a crush on a girl whose last name was Higgins. She's, I bet she has a horrible life now. Horrible. Horrible life. Horrible. It's a horrible life. Chris, you know Candace, right? I mean, all we're trying to do, folks, we, we got to bring some enjoyment back. Everything's too tight. That's why I've tried to be silly this whole show. China's going to fight us. They're probably going to win. Maybe not. But if we keep being fucking losers about everything, like literally everything, it's going to be a problem. You know, toughen up a little. Stop fetishizing trauma. Stop using the word trauma lightly. Trauma is something serious. Trauma should be reserved for, like, genuine victims of rape and sexual assault and soldiers who we've asked to kill children for no reason. That, those people should have trauma. Okay? Like, not people that went to, uh, heard something offensive or saw something they didn't like. And they're like, I have the trauma. The trauma stays with me. Cut it out. Trauma's for soldiers to sign up for the military because they think they're doing the right thing, and then they end up in Afghanistan protecting pedophile warlords. That's 
who the word trauma is for. Okay? That's somebody who goes to an open mic and hears something they don't like. <laughs> Who's going to play Cleveland now? No one knows. Ving Rames? Do you think Vin Rames? But Cleveland's like a white, black guy, right? Kind of, He's like yeah. a whiny, suburban guy. I'm not saying black guys can't be whiny and suburban, but, like, we don't think of them as that. Right. Should we? Should we start thinking of black guys like bitches? Is that... Is, I mean, I know the, the 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 argument is like, oh, okay, but I don't think of black people as criminals either. You know, like people are like, oh, you think you're scared of them. You think of them as criminals. I was like, no, no I just don't think they're bitches. So I don't think of them as like, wow, 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 wow. Like that's what Cleveland is. He's right. Wow, like, wow. I guess maybe that's what everybody wants, you know? Um, Like Cleveland is the white voice that black comedians do, you know? Right. Right. That's what Cleveland always was. So I was like, that's why the character's funny. He's like this big loaf of bread, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, he's not... I, what, are we going to have a thug Cleveland? Like a guy who's like, motherfucker, I'm Cleveland. Like, what, you know? <laughs> are we missing the point of Cleveland a little bit? Cleveland's like a fat white bitch. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? It's like, a, it's like a suburban male with tits. Should be like fucking voiced by a white guy. Yeah, some just some lactating old white male who's just got milky titties. And he's driving to Home Depot. <laughs> then he goes through the fucking drive-through or somewhere, just lets out a little fart and just eats something. That's what we think of Cleveland. We don't think of like a cool black dude, right? We don't think of anyone who has any. Even if like we don't think of like like Peter Griffin. Cleveland's like a guy that would hang out with Peter Griffin. Right. They're like fat suburban losers. And Quagmire, who's a rapist. Yeah, Quagmire the rapist. It's like not, what? What are we fighting over? Make more opportunities for black people. Make better shows. Black people don't watch a lot of your shit because it's whack. Yeah. It's whack. It sucks. A lot of my black friends don't fuck with this shit because it's bad. I don't mean Family Guy, but I mean a lot of the stuff, the woke shit people, nobody watched the Nightly Show. No one watched it of any race. Watched the Nightly Show because it wasn't good. It was not good. Was that Larry Whitmore? Wilmore. Wilmore, sorry. Don't erase him by saying Whitmore. I'm just saying we've lost our mind a little bit here, folks. We're start it's starting to get it's starting to feel weird. Starting to feel very strange in the sense that it's n- nothing's enough for anybody. I don't know what the future is. People are like white people can't write roles for black people now. They're like right white people can't write a character for black. I mean, like, what are we doing? Are we going back to the separate water fountains? Luis Gomez made a point today. It's like, at, at what point do we just this seems like we're bringing back segregation. It seems like that white fragility book written by a white woman, by the way. I mean, the, if you read any of that, the dance they want you to do when you meet someone so that you don't offend them, it's like no one will ever be friends again. Right. Sean McCarthy, by the way, who I like on Twitter, follow him, by the way, get his handle up. He thinks, and this is kind of interesting, that identity politics is the CIA's way of preventing any class cohesion. That's not it. 
Um, Sean, no, I don't know. Find him. I'll get him. And and he might have a point there. Like he's like maybe all these big businesses and you know, uh, you know, intelligence, uh, you know, to, you know, agencies and stuff keep pushing this kind of radical identity politics because it prevents any unity amongst a class of people. Okay, so that's what he said. Like he's like this. He has a podcast called Grub Stalkers Pod. I don't know what that's about. They just I don't know. They give billionaires a lashing or something. But he's a funny guy. But he's uh, he had a good point about that, where it's like the ruling class is kind of served by continually dividing people, and it seems weird to kind of, like, divide them like this. I don't know. Then he says other wacky stuff, like nobody can have more than $500,000. Sean! Stop it! You're out of your mind. So follow that guy. I like him. You won't agree with everything he says, but he's very funny. Get my Twitter up. Follow me, too, by the way. Follow me on Twitter. Many of you don't, and it's unfortunate. We're changing the name of the Cancel Your Family Tour. I think we're going to call it Life in the Big City Tour. Cancel Your Family just seems a little tone deaf now with corona. I don't know. It also feels like it's over. Uh, Dick Cheney says to wear a mask, and I listen to Dick Cheney. Why? Because Dick Cheney pulled off 9-11. Right? Mm -hmm. Donald Trump can't even fucking pull off a wall. This guy slaughtered 3,000 people mm -hmm. on our own soil. That's fucking impressive. And he says wear a mask. I'm listening to him. I'm listening to a guy that killed 3,000 of our own people. I'm sorry, I am. Okay, yeah, he doesn't need to be a medical expert. I'm listening to a guy that instituted a torture program and 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 got us out of that faggoty Geneva Convention that says we shouldn't torture people. This guy tortured innocent people and he killed them. And that's who I listen to. Guys who kill us and kill innocent people and invade countries for no reason, really, and, and make a lot of money for Halliburton and other defense contractors. And if he says wear a mask, I listen to him. I listen to a guy who spends most of the day torturing people and a little part of the day being nice to his lesbian daughter, which is a nice thing that he does that. But I listen to that guy. I support that guy. So if you're not wearing a mask right now, you're making Dick Cheney unhappy. And I don't want to live in a country where you ungrateful fuck. Are you dead? Did he kill you? Did he torture you? I seem to remember the economy doing pretty well after 9-11. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Dick Cheney. So when a genocidal mass murderer who institutes torture wears a mask and a cowboy hat, I listen. When a genocidal monster who is respond now, this is this is when I realize in my career that like this this rant right now is limits me. This is limiting. This is limiting. You know what I mean? Like I feel like like I feel like that like certain like this isn't like Ellen doesn't want this. You know what I mean? Ellen doesn't want this. Ellen wants to hang out with Dick Cheney. 
Alan wants to go to Abu Ghraib and see where the blood got spilled. And that's why she makes $80 million a year. And I'm very grateful for my Patreon. Thank you for that. But I'll never make that kind of money. Because what I respect about Alan is Alan wants to smell the burning flesh. You see? So she wouldn't, she wouldn't go on a rant like this. Because there, you know, she'd, she'd meet Dick Cheney somewhere. You know? Who knows? Alan's probably at Bohemian Grove. Like leading that cremation of care ceremony. Yeah. She's Ellen and she's like dancing, and all these billionaire CEOs are dancing. They're all TikToking. Dick Cheney's TikToking. In front of the owl. In front of the owl, in front of Moloch. <laughs> they're just playing the planes going into the buildings, and they're all just fucking like, remember 2001? Woo! <laughs> Everybody's got masks on. They're watching the planes yeah. going into the buildings. <laughs> Ellen's just fucking there in front of the owl. She's just fucking doing the Charleston. Everybody's there. All the big CEOs, the big media heads, they're all there. Anderson Cooper's there. Cheney's pissing in his mouth, you know. Don Lemon's there. Everybody's having fun, you know. Imagine if I, like, if I imagine, like, my career gets better. I'm on CNN one day, and Andrew Cooper interviews me, and he's like, hey. And I'm like, hey. Because I will have to do, like, I will, I will have to meet some of these people eventually, like, on a show where they yeah. interview me. And I'm like, how are you? <laughs> How's it been? Uh, Tim, you've mentioned me, Fallon. No, no. How, how, are, how are you? How are you? How are you? I don't think I'll meet him, but I might. I'm just in an area that, like, I could meet him. I'm not expecting to. I, I'm not going to, like, hang out with him. I'm not in that rarefied air of comedians that's up there, but, like, I could be in a place where he might be, and, like, there could be, like, just this awkward. And I don't think he knows who I am, hopefully. But that, that clip's almost got a million views of me saying, he bit someone's tit. <laughs> that's funny, though. So all I'm trying to say... This is how I'm going to end the episode. Jenny Slate needs to go to jail. Dick Cheney does not. Mm. Okay? All Dick Cheney did was lie us into a couple of wars, pull off a false flag to get us into them, institute torture, bankrupt our country, and, and use it to kill innocent people both at home and abroad. Jenny Slate erased a black person using a cartoon. She's a sick bitch. You know what I mean? So I think she could go to jail. And the only way that she can redeem herself, the only way that Jenny Slate can redeem herself is if she can do Cleveland Brown's voice. <laughs> and if she can't do Cleveland Brown's voice, then I've had enough. And she goes to the gulag. But... Is that a funnier tweet if I say, should I tweet uh, Jenny Slate? Congrats to Jenny Slate on a new job voicing Cleveland Brown. <laughs> I'm so ready to get out of this business and move to the desert. You have no idea. I'm a year away from Florida or the desert. We, I don't know. But I'm so close to just pulling the fucking chain, getting the fuck out of here. I don't care anymore. 
fucking meetings with people. So what about what what about like what about what about what about what about what about like hey hey it's Josh hey, it's Josh you chill hey 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 so like what about what about if the show is like you like what about what about have you ever thought of like hey have you considered you know it would be really good like I really see you in the hey shut up shut up. You go get me a show. I'm going to get Roseanne Arnold on it to talk about Q. First fucking episode. First episode. <laughs> if I have a fucking show, first episode, yeah. everybody's going to have the script. They're like, we're ready to shoot. And then I go, throw the script away, boys. And then I bring Roseanne Arnold on. I sit her down. I light her a cigarette. And I say, tell us the truth, Rose. Tell us the truth. <laughs> See everybody being like, everybody's like paranoid reservation at a restaurant in Beverly Hills in a half hour. Okay. I like uh Ocean Prime in Beverly Hills because it's a it's a it's a it's a it's an expensive red lobster. Mm. And it's very diverse. Black people love it because they love seafood. I love seafood and shellfish. That's why I go most most restaurants in Beverly Hills are very white and Persian, but I like Ocean Prime because it's like a big red lobster. Mm -hmm. That's my commitment to diversity. I used to eat there with Latoya Jackson all the time. Yeah. She was in another table, I'd be in another table, you know? I don't know, folks. How great would that be just to show? First episode, I just bring Roseanne on. Dude, did you, can you play the Roseanne Donald Trump? Did you see what she did recently? Oh, I think so, yeah. She's Hold a on. fucking genius. I'm supposed to be on her show. Can her fucking son please get in contact with me because your fucking mother is literally the, one of the last fucking OGs left in this fucking game. I don't care did what she, she believes. It? I'll find it. Hold on. Oh, did she? Everyone Dude, deletes their tweets now. I don't know. Somebody might have fucking told her to delete it. She's so good. Everything she does is good. This is it. You know what I think? You know, discuss amongst yourselves if you don't agree. You don't really have to burn me at the stake for, dis for not agreeing with me. But let me just throw out one idea. <laughs> and I hope that the hungry dogs in the street have enough meat as not to come after me for thinking and speaking. I'm tired of it. I love but it so much. I have this to say as follows, and it's okay I say it because nobody lives to the fucking thing I say, which is great. <laughs> I'm tired of being monitored, you know, and corrected and shit. Fuck it. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. Trump? Hear me when I say this. Trump is, in my opinion, the first woman president of the United States. The woman is just fucking, she's designed to make me happy. Everything she does, not the monkey thing she said, but most of what she says, Planet of the Apes, whatever. But a lot of what she says, I just... I just enjoy her. Gosh darn it. I just enjoy a crazy person. Yeah. Can't we go back to enjoying crazy people? Can comedians stop fucking going to college and telling everybody how to live? Stop. No one cares. We should not allow any comedians, other than like Mulaney, we shouldn't allow any comedians that went to college. I mean, that's ridiculous, I know, but I know, it's stupid. But not the ones now. The ones graduating now are no good. Yeah. I'm just saying 
that we have to have fun. People out there are not having enough fun. You got, enjoy the quesadilla. It is quite literally your last. Enjoy it. Have fun. Have fun at the Cheesecake Factory. Go and have fun. Go drink and get behind the wheel of your car and drive because it's fun. Cheat on your significant other. Leave your family and let them fend for themselves because it's time for you. It's time for you now. Do you understand that? It's not time for everyone else. How long have you lived for other people? Too long. But now in end times with many, many plagues. Just enjoy. Enjoy what you have. You know, enjoy what you have. I'll tell you that. I want a show. I want a show. I, I want the industry to believe in me. I I, I, I want to be like Sarah Cooper. I want, I want, I want the people. I want the people with the suits in the offices to care. I want them to give me a shot. Because I will, I will make a beautiful show. I will make a beautiful show. And the show will end with Roseanne Arnold. First of all, a black hand will go out to grab Jenny Slate's hand and forgive her. And then Jenny Slate will see as the black hand draws her closer that it's Candace Owens. And then and by the time Jenny's on the other side of the of the of the stage, Roseanne peeks out and hands Jenny Slate a cigarette. I don't know if Jenny smokes. But Roseanne goes, here you go. And then Jenny lights up a cigarette. And then they all just stand there, and then they hold up Q, letter Q. And then I come out with Dick Cheney (laughs) and a child he mercilessly tortured and Alan DeGeneres. And we dance like everyone is watching. Good luck out there, folks, and have fun.